Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. But first, let's have a look at the main business stories in the newspapers and websites. Donal O'Dullivan in the Irish Independent writes that the Irish government's implied cost of borrowing soared further on Monday as bond market traders bet that the European Central Bank rates rate hikes will be bigger than the quarter of a percentage point each on uh, in July and September already announced. The yield on Irish government 10-year bonds, a guide to borrowing costs if debt needed to be raised, passed 2.3% on Monday for the first time since January 2014. While that is relatively low by historic standards and manageable in financial terms, the pace of increases is likely to cause concern. The yield on the same Irish bonds was just 0.38% last January and we will have more on the Eurozone economy later in the programme. John Isle in The Independent reports that the Bank of Ireland is unlikely to have a permanent replacement for Francesca McDonough before next year, even though the chief executive is leaving in September. The um, the Irish Independent understands. Ms McDonough, who is exiting Bank of Ireland after five years for a lucrative senior role in the scandal-plagued Credit Suisse, announced her departure in April, giving the bank six months to find a new CEO. Bank of Ireland shares plunged by more than 10% the day Ms McDonough made her announcement. But it's understood that the search process and the central bank authorisation of the successful candidate are expected to take far longer. Gail's a breeze. Elaine Lachlan and Sean Murray in the Irish Examiner write that public sector wage demands could cost the state at least 1.6 billion euro if agreed by the government. The president of the Irish Congress of Trade Unions, Kevin Callanan, has warned that public sector pay talks would fail if the government did not address the gap between pay and current living costs. While no figures have yet been tabled by either side in the public service talks, Mr. Callanan said that if inflation averages at 7% this year, and it could be higher, of course, the 2022 gap between annualised building momentum pay increases and annualised inflation could be 6.75%. Such pay increases would put pressure on the private sector to also offer similar packages to its staff. Mark Paul in the Irish Times says that the Irish Hotels Federation has defended the sector against criticism over escalating room rates. It also said that it would be really disappointing if media hype about Dublin room rates were to lead to a decision by the government to increase the special 9% VAT rate for the tourism industry. In advance of an appearance before an Oireachtas committee tomorrow to face politicians over claims of profiteering in the sector, the IHF says its research suggests that 3,900 rooms or 17.6% of the total inventory of close to 22,500 hotel rooms in the capital are currently not available for sale to the public. It said that 15% had been booked up by the state to house refugees and homeless people. A further 2.4% or around 550 rooms were currently out of use. And finally, the London Times reports that Coinbase Global is shedding around 1,100 jobs in preparation for what the chief executive of the cryptocurrency trading exchange has warned could be a crypto winter as the US economy edges towards recession. The cuts of uh, about a fifth of of the San Francisco-based workforce come as panic selling grips the cryptocurrency market with Bitcoin, the world's most actively traded digital asset, losing 60% of its value since a record high in November. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.